When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So listening to that uh, clip right there about have you ever had uh, the same person deliver food to your door two days in a row? I, I don't think I have. However, when I was off for, when we were all off for a few days, right? I do a podcast, Locked on Rams. There's a YouTube component. Yeah. And, and one, of the, uh, one of the ads that I have is for DoorDash. And they gave me- You know me, those ads are targeted. <laughs> well, no, because it came from- uh, outside to me right so i'm doing i'm not reading i'm reading the ad trying to get others to engage right Mm -hmm. as part of the promotion you know how this works you guys they give you here's fifty dollars to spend here's seventy five dollars to spend and they did that and i used it and my goodness is it awesome like I don't do it very often i know you like to go pick it up i i actually like the act of going and sitting down in the restaurant all that stuff sleep there is nothing better then waking up in the morning, going downstairs, having a cup of coffee, and thinking to yourself, you know what sounds really good right now? Breakfast burrito. But I don't want to get in the car. And I don't want to do it. You know what? Doot, 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 doot. 45 minutes later, bam! There it is. And what's so even better good. is how, how so going downstairs, take, going back, ordering the food, going back to sleep, waking up, and the food's there. I've done that many I times. I haven't had the pleasure, but that does sound pretty good. How far is the taco shop from where you where, Wherever uh, you order from, how far is it? Like miles wise, yeah. As in, if you went, if I went and did it, it would be the same exact amount of time because the place mm-hmm. I get it from is really slow. So by the time I worked my way get into through the it car, get, you go through, you come back. So it's it going to take you about. It might be ten minutes faster to go get okay, it myself. That's good then, but not a lot. The only downside is that sometimes it's not as hot as you would like yeah, it to be. You want it piping hot? I'm with you on that. The the the, the soggy, right? It can be. It can, yeah. Yeah, but sometimes the. The ways that we've invented for ourselves to be lazy and gluttonous is glorious. It's only getting, we're only getting, it's only getting <laughs> it's lazier. It's so good. Yeah. Like we're literally, I think in my lifetime, or certainly in my children's lifetime, we will be living in Wally carts, right? Like we've all seen Wally where nobody walks anymore. You just float around in that chair. I'm watching your screen. Right? You're watching your screen <laughs> and you say, you know what? I want a Coke. Boop. Up it pops oh, out of yeah. a little slot and you've got to, you don't even have to do anything. We're close. You know what? I've been kind of like on TikTok a lot lately. Like a lot of the feeds, and I've been watching all these videos. Is these people doing like like a point of view, like a POV, but they're doing like they're finding like business class or first class, like to Europe or to Japan or whatever else. And it's just like it's it's essentially Wally World. You press a button, and oh, here comes eggs. There's a button, and here comes this thing. And like the people will serve you. They're flying like on um, Emirates or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and you're yep, like, yeah. I'm just like, my yeah, goodness. If you've ever have you ever watched one of those where you'll have. It's kind of pretty cool, you know. There's a there's a guy that I watch. Was it Mark Weens that did it? Mark Weens is one of these food bloggers okay. that's on YouTube, and he's got his own channel. He's had it for years, and when I tell you he travels to the most remote remote places in the world, will eat anything, this that. His channel is huge, you know, gets millions of views every time. So part of his what he started doing, and I don't know if this came from one of the airlines companies or it came from him, he would just. If he's going to go to Tokyo, as an example, part of him now is taking these unbelievable first class, one of these airlines, you know, Japan Air or something like that, and now he's critiquing- The food on the flight. The food on the flight. Oh. So it's like as top notch of a of a plane ticket that you can yeah. get, and he's going through the entire process and showing it to you, which is- interesting in itself because of the food and the seating and the this and i've never sat in anything and like, like the that eye masks you get and like the pajamas you get and, and the slippers yeah no 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 you're, no, no, so you're, 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 you're <laughs> lying like pod you're lying down yeah exactly right. what it is yeah. Right? Yeah. It, exactly what it is yeah. think yeah. about you know just like your more traditional cubicle and they use it perfectly that space to this you want to lay down and sleep you could lay down and sleep like it's it's 
I will make they it. make the bed for you sometimes in these places. Like the like the flight attendants will you make the bed for you. Yeah, you can shower. Yep. So this girl I follow, uh, her name is Victoria Paris, and she uh, was flying from Japan to Amsterdam, and she flew Ooh, on like KLM, like, uh, like airlines or whatever. And on the airlines, you get these like collectible little houses and stuff. It's just how these like rich people live <laughs> is just insane to me. So let me ask you guys this: Have you? accepted come to peace with the fact I don't even know what the right description is where it's like yeah I'm never going to get to do that like I yeah. I will never experience that and I'm glad somebody else does I'm glad that it is but you see it and it's it's like this very mixed emotion of yeah that's really cool but bleep that guy because <laughs> I know I will never get to eat those button eggs get that free ceramic house and be able to sleep at 30,000 feet lying down I don't think that I've accepted. I've accepted the, you know, somebody who has like a jet and it's a private jet and some. I'm like, yeah, that's never going to happen. I have no idea. Maybe I get lucky. Maybe something happens. Maybe I just get that one seat, the one <laughs> ticket. There's ten other people that have it. Yeah. Can I get it that one time? Or you the, have enough credit card points yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the thing, you're gonna live to be six hundred. Yeah. Yeah. The, the thing that I have accepted is the. The person, which is ridiculous anyways, right? Like the the 15-bedroom mansion and all that. I'm like, yeah, that stuff, uh, that's never it, happened. It's, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't know when it happened, but I'm like, yeah. And I'm okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd like to, but I'm never flying on that flight. I'm never riding on that boat. I'm never eating at that restaurant. Yeah. Like, you, know, you just kind of come to the conclusion that's not happening for oh, you. I know somebody who travels a lot, and I'm telling you, a lot. And he'll travel first class and whatnot. He's like, you know what's the best thing about flying first class? He's like, the fact that you can, you're the first one to sit in there. You sit down. They bring you a drink. They bring you a blanket. You're the most comfortable you're going to be for a flight. And the best part of it? Is that for the next half hour? You have a parade of people who can't afford the same experience. <laughs> we go right by. And I was like, "Dog, that's cold." That All of them cold. looking at you. Don't say that, man. <laughs> I'm looking around or too. When I'm passing, you spend your money other places besides play, paying for first class. But that's tick. so expensive. When I'm it passing is. first class, I'm looking. I'm like, who the hell's over here? <laughs> of Who's course, your kid too. Of course, your kid's four. Four, he's got his own seat. All I'm doing is the math. Like, it's like, okay, what is that guy? What, what, he's got a six-year-old up here. Like, I'm a big fat, you know what, sitting in a seat that's half the size of my butt, and I'm wedged in there like a tennis ball. And this kid could basically do, you know, laps in this seat that he's you sitting already in. ordered champagne. A, we haven't even got let, mess. let us get to our seats before you order it. It is an absolute mess. All right, back to the Lakers. Um. Headline on The Athletic, Lakers coach Darvin Ham standing in question amid locker room disconnect. Okay, this is how it starts. It starts with, hey, this doesn't feel right. The bad, the vibes are bad. We're, they're discombobulated. We don't understand our roles. We got to play harder. We're being outworked. All of the things that we're hearing from all the different places. And I think the root of it all is based in the fact that everybody thought this would be a pretty good team. Right, maybe not a championship team, but a good team. This is a team that went to the West. Top Conference four, top five in the year. West, of course. Right. Why not? You got LeBron mm-hmm. James and Anthony Davis, and the core that took you to the Western Conference Finals. They're most all back. of it is back. Yeah, you Delo's back. They signed Austin Reeves. Like, it, worst case scenario, this is a pretty good team. It's not what's happening. This is a team that's under 535 games through the season, which is a big surprise considering that LeBron and AD have played the entire time. I mentioned this to you after the Lakers got knocked out of the Western Conference Finals when we started getting ready for training camp and everything else. Did we overestimate what they did last year and and not take a close look at what it was? Because they escaped the play-in tournament by the skin of their teeth, right? They... They just barely beat a Minnesota team that was without Rudy Gobert. You mentioned some other Jaden McDaniels was out. Nas Reed was out. Um, They had some key key players that were out, and they nearly fouled it up at the end with that. You know, literally fouled it up with Anthony Davis' mistake. He made anyway. They survive. The draw that they get is probably the best draw that you could ask for. They get a Memphis team that was also banged up. John Morant was kind of, you know, still dealing with stuff and that he goes through. A couple Brooks of their main his, big men were out. Steven yep. Adams is out. So mm-hmm. it's a good draw. You beat them. You get Golden State, who you're just so much physically bigger than. The Lakers have always kind of matched up pretty well with them. Lakers are playing pretty well. The 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 Warriors are kind of not what they They don't have the size are. and the length. They don't have either yeah. of those things. So you advance out of that, you're feeling pretty good about yourself. Then you run into the team that wins the NBA championship, 
and you don't beat them once. Games were pretty competitive, but you don't beat them once. You were one missed shot away in the play-in from playing that team in the first round, getting swept in the first round, or worse, or not even getting in at all. Right, If you fall to that 8 instead of at the 7, you play them in the first round, you get swept in the first round, you don't win a game. We're not feeling as well, or we're not feeling like we are today because the expectations are very different. They probably shuffle the roster. It's probably not the team that we're looking at right now. It's probably kind of the same, but not this much the same. Are we just? Was our starting point wrong? Was the starting point wrong of thinking that, hey, this is a top 3 or 14? Was it? Just because they got to the Western Conference Finals, I get it, and they earned their way there, but that that progression to get there couldn't have broken any better for them. It broke their way, but let, let me kind of go back to what did the Lakers do in the playoffs? First off, they had LeBron and Anthony Davis. So why would you not think that, you know what? Sure. Maybe they can make a run. They were really, really good on the defensive side of the ball. Why can't you make a run? I think that there are a couple glaring things from that playoff run. If it, this was one of those, um, it, yes, they had things break their way because of matchups and what was going on with other teams, but they also were playing good basketball. They also were a team that was uh, defense was the priority. They also had LeBron James and Anthony Davis. They also went 18-6 and six leading up to the playoffs. I don't think it was a fugazi. I don't think it was fool's gold. I don't think that what we're watching right now could be a really bad period for the Lakers. What we're watching right now... 35 games of a bad period? That's a long it's time. It's more though. the 3-9 three and nine in the okay. last 12 that, that I think is it, more glaring to me than anything. But now, granted, it's not like they were out there beating teams left and right to start the season so it's not like they had an unbelievable resume through the in-season tournament and then they just and got to the this run through the in-season other than phoenix really and it's bad teams. A case for North. they didn't play no, a bunch of good bad teams. teams yeah but I, I i don't i get i get that this that this could have looked the offseason could have looked a lot different if they just faced denver in the first round i get the teams no, there's no question the team's different right i i yeah, because I, I don't think, especially with Braun on your team, and it, it's not a young team where you're saying, yeah, well, we got experience and we're going to grow from that. No, it's you got to win right now. Yeah. But I, th- I, th- I think they also could have made a case to themselves, well, if you give us a full regular season with this team, what could we have done? And Denver was the best team in the NBA. So I, I think that's also another thing. It's not like you lost to uh, a bad team at some point in the playoffs. You lost to the defending NBA champions who ended up winning the whole thing. So... It's the best way that I can describe it. It's both. They did get to the Western Conference Finals, but they were one missed shot here or there away from being out in the first round by in four games. And we're t- coming into the season, it's like, I don't know what it's going to be. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. And instead it was, hey, they're going to be pretty good. They're not, at least not right now. They're not playing as hard as they probably should because we've seen the disparity. We saw what it looked like in the in-season versus to what it is in the other nights. You're hearing some mild rumblings, but I think the 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 volume of the rumbling matters less than it started because it's not going to be loud from front. LeBron not talking last night, not the end of the world, but he said a lot by not talking. This is just I'm curious what if you could just peek through the future 2 weeks from now, what's going on? Did they did it did it, everybody calm down? They figured out a rotation, they started to play a little better, maybe a little more commitment on the defense, all, all of these things or is it a little bit louder I, because I, it continues to be 500-ish? I'm going to ask you this question. Do you think this is who they are, or do you think they're better than this? I think they're better than I this. I do, too. But okay. this might be who they are. Like before, If you would ask me a month ago, are they a 500 team? No. I would have said they might be. They might be because LeBron and AD have been terrific, yeah. and they're under 500, and oh. they play every night. That's a problem. I know I've said that a lot, but I, yeah. I believe that to be true. Yeah, well, walk into crypto. There's already a banner up there, so we're good. <laughs> I love how much you dislike already that. in there. It's my, it might be my favorite thing about you right now. 18 banners, buddy. <laughs> count them. It's Get pretty up there great. and count them. It's pretty great. You know, I'm just in a super positive mood today. Yeah. I, I, I am. Actually, I, no I, joke, you threw me off with your positivity today. I, I am all about positivity today, okay. and I'm gonna. Be, you think I'm positive about that? Wait till you hear me about the ramps. That's coming up next. Okay. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
And for all the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. The Rams, you ready? The Rams are going to make the playoffs. See? Just a ray of sunlight (laughs) everywhere I go. Just shooting positivity well, out of that, the universe. That's one that, yeah, there's a lot of positivity there. There's a lot of... Glad you guys didn't ask me when they were 3-6. and six. <laughs> <laughs> Might have given you a slightly different answer. Was it was the 3-6, and six, the next game was Seattle? Is that yeah. the Geno Smith game? That was the Geno Smith game. I like to Damn. look at it more as the Drew Locke game, but yes, you're right. You're right. They that was, Is that crazy in the NFL? Because that's it. Okay. Look, look, three and seven. That's it. It's done. Of course, that's it. And, 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 we, and sleep when they beat him. We're like, was that a good idea? Well, well, I was just going to say, sure everyone's like already exiting. You're starting to kind of hit that exit button at three and six. Since then, since that win, completely different of a season. The weren't old, they three and three at one time too? They were. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they so were three, three and three because the three losses were the Eagles and the, the Niners, and it was the Steelers. Bengals, at that point in time? maybe. No, Bengals. 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 Yeah. yeah, Right, and the Bengals won. You like they were really close. They should have won that game. They let it go through their hands. And the other two losses were like quote unquote good losses. They didn't Girl look was bad limping yeah, around exactly. in that game. No, the, and it was the same. They looked great on opening day against Seattle and yeah. then looked pretty good against the team that we thought was the best team in the league. San Francisco. In the might be, by the way. Mm-hmm. They, they, they still might be. And that's where it was. But mo- I, I, the only sport that I think this is not true in is baseball. Momentum is everything. That if you, And it's really hard to change it for the good or the bad. When things are going good, they tend to keep going good. When things are going bad, they tend to keep going bad. So sometimes if you get a little lucky, Drew Locke plays two series in a game that he probably was not ready to play in, and you win the game Freaking because of out it, a win. and it turns it. Mm-hmm. And they've lost one game since then to the best team in the league in overtime on a punt return for a touchdown where the referees missed a block in the back and they had a breakdown, Right. One bad play, or they beat on the road, by the way, in the rain against Baltimore. And this brings me to positive, Travis. Okay. Okay. I want to have Rams fans, I think, know this, but maybe if you're a Raider fan or a Niner fan or whatever, you haven't really been looking at this like this. What the Rams have done in the 2023 NFL season is extraordinary. Mm -hmm. This was a team that a lot of people thought might have a shot at the number one overall pick. That's how low expectations were. Vegas had them winning five or six games, depending on where you looked. This looked and felt like a team that might win three or four games. They were coming off of a 5-12 and season. Jalen Ramsey was more or less given to the Miami Dolphins, right? They get a, a late-round draft pick and a, and a backup tight end as compensation. Bobby Wagner, they cut ties with. Ashawn Robinson 
is gone. Greg Gaines is mm. gone. A lot of your starting players are gone. You turn over two-thirds of the roster. You draft 14 different wow. players. Wow. All of them make the team. Okay, that's not supposed to happen. You're not supposed to have to have 14 draft picks. Maybe they didn't the have a choice. <laughs> Maybe not. Right. You find five starters in one draft. Six if you want to throw Kyron in from the year before because he didn't play. You have a running back who's the best running back in football, not named Christian McCaffrey this and year as far as yardage goes. might be if he had played all his games. And might be if he played all his games. That's mm -hmm. right. You trade away a starting wide receiver in Van Jefferson early in the season. You trade away your number one running back in Cam Akers at the beginning of the season. You're three and six going into the bye, and you're in the damn playoffs with a game to spare? That's extraordinary. You had a coach that no one was entirely sure whether or not he was coming back. Remember, at the end of the season, it's like, I don't know. And then a mm -hmm. week or so later, he says he's coming yeah. back. Matthew Stafford, is he coming? Is he going? Is he retiring? Is he leaving? Aaron Donald, come and go. And all of this negativity coming into this season, and here you are, they're going to win nine or ten games. They're going to be on the right side of 500. You can make a they're case going, they could be at 11 and 12 of them. Yep, they're going into the playoffs, and they have a chance to win some playoff games. That is an extraordinary season out of nowhere. And before, whatever happens on Sunday really doesn't matter all that much. And then when you get to the playoffs, you want them to win. They're going to fight like hell. But even if it doesn't go that way, even if they lose, lose badly, win, win big, whatever it is, this is an extraordinary season for the Rams from what the expectations were, what the roster was, the amount of draft picks that they had to where they are right now. It's an incredible accomplishment. Yeah, that's why I think it's a great way to put it because – I think sometimes, especially in Los Angeles, Los Angeles is, they've got so many teams and there's so much success. If the Lakers are bad, well, the Dodgers are probably good. And if the uh, Rams are bad, then the Kings are probably good. You got so many different, LAFC is good. You have so many different teams that have success at any given year in any of the sports that they're in. I think to look at the Rams, and whenever I hear people say, and I, I get it, this well, if it's not a Super Bowl, then it's a bust. Or if it's yeah. not, a, if you're not putting up another championship banner, then what the hell do you play for? The, we only play for rings. The teams that that's true of, it's maybe two or three in all of sports. That's a ridiculous yeah. standard to hold. Well, a team uh, to. the I'll, Lakers can hold themselves to that, and the Dodgers can. Yes, hold themselves I was going to say, and the Dodgers. That's one of those where it's like you 100%. have no choice because no, 100%. they're always good. The and they're not cashing it in that's, enough. The Dodgers are one of the one or two. One, one of the one or two. I think with the Rams and the way you put it, there's times you could just watch your team and still feel really good about where they are, what they're doing. And how they got here. And I think a lot of times, if you don't list out all those reasons, it could just simply be the Rams lose their first playoff game against the Lions. And everybody's like, well, how did you lose to the Lions? Just take a second. You got to take a second. And if they do, that, that that's going to suck. And, it, and it's going to be a drag that Jared Goff and Dan Campbell beat the Rams. That would be a drag, right? If they go into Philadelphia and they lose, it would be a drag. Dallas, it, it would suck. But no. Then... A week or so after that, it's like, hey, we have four Pro Bowlers. Yeah. Right? We've got a quarterback that's still at the very peak of his game. You've got one of the best coaches in the league. And you, you, know, what, you know what else money. they have? They got about seventy five million bucks to spend. <laughs> and for the first time in forever since twenty sixteen and Jared Goff, they have a first round draft pick. Yeah. If I mean if that doesn't get you excited about what's coming up next, I don't know. And it's also really important that Unlike other teams, you know who your quarterback is. Yep. You can trust that Matthew Stafford Stands will play, will play well if you can protect him. So when you have that flexibility and you don't have to spend on a quarterback necessarily, you have so much optionality for you. But with what you said, with what last year and this year, one, Sean McVay, with all of his faults and his mistakes as a coach, everybody makes mistakes. Sure. He has a couple that are always there, but that's okay because he has more positives than negatives most of the time. But it might be an argument in his entirety of his career. We'll see what it goes up to. Um, but that last year was so important for him. He needed to be humbled. He needed to be have his mindset changed. He needed that might turn out to be the most important year of his career because he learned to come back from that and who he was as a person and who he was as a coach. And that's why this year is so important because he's acting on that and he's changing who he is. And I think that was the really the the point where this Rams team changed was Sean McVay changing his mindset and becoming the coach that he might need to be for the rest of his career. Look, you got to go through some stuff, right? 
You, 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 it can't all be everything works all the time. You don't really learn a whole lot with that. You got to get fired. You got to fail. You got to think you're the smartest guy in the room and realize that you're not sometimes mm-hmm. so you can kind of recalibrate and go through these things. And and I, I think you're spot on, him. Keep in mind, when that season ended and all this back, Sean McVay is going to go do TV. He's going to take a break. I don't think there's any of us in this room that were 100% convinced he was coming back. I was kind of 50-50 because yeah. he's a football coach, and I don't think he's going to get the – Sean McVay loves the juice. He loves the juice of competition and preparation and all these things. You don't get that calling Bucks Titans on a Thursday night. That's not coming in. That's not happening. Coaching a team, you absolutely do. But it seemed like he was – I need a break, man. Yeah, I, I need to. I need to reset, and the reset needed clarity. Was, what two weeks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they came back, and Stafford kind of unlocked all this other stuff because they they have football IQs that they understand one another, right? You ever seen like really smart guys talk about math, and you're like, I don't. You guys are speaking a language I don't understand. That's them with football. Yeah, they're 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 talking about it on a level that's so advanced that Sean McVay trying to explain that to. Sorry, Jared Goff or somebody like that who's relatively new in the league. We're not speaking the same. Matthew Stafford's been around forever. And he's been great for forever. Yes. Even if he's been on a bad team, he's never been the reason that that team is losing. And he just... Matthew Stafford, I think, unlocked the most... Uh, the, the best, best version, version of Sean yeah, McVay. That's the way to put it. And again, if you haven't read this... It's, and vice versa. There's an article um, in The Athletic by Jordan Rodrigue, which kind of goes through Matthew Stafford's time uh, with the Rams. And it's, it's just... It's crazy how important... Uh, Matthew Stafford is to making Sean McVay as good as he is. You know what the best part of that piece was, Slee? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> because it's funny. They're, they're, Emily, we're, that game was at home, right? Yeah, that was the yeah. home game. So there was a play. I forget who it might have been against I think Cleveland. Sanders or Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah, either one. So they run this little kind of sort of reverse thing where okay. Stafford has his back turned to the line of scrimmage. He just kind of flips the ball in the air. And I think it's Puka going by. Uh, I think it was actually Demarcus Robinson. Okay, Demarcus Robinson going. And he catches and he goes and it's the most nonchalant, like I'm the it, I'm the you know what yeah. flip that you've ever seen. And Emily's like, "Did you see that? Did you see that?" And and then for a couple of days, she's tweet, she's texting me like, "I still, you know how many times I've watched this the play? The slow mo is so good, super fired up about." It. I'm like, "Yeah, it was cool." But the thing and is, then in this piece, yeah. Sean McVay is channeling Emily Hebelbike. Did you guys see Matthew Stafford? Did you see how he just flipped it? That was the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in the world. I'm like, I guess Emily's because right. what Sean says is that you can draw that play up on a piece of paper and it looks one way. <laughs> it's but not going to look like that. Matthew adds the coolness, the adds flair, the flair, swag in a way that like not every quarterback can Trey do. Trey Turner He's- slide that one time, something like <laughs> that. Yeah. Perfect. He's yeah. totally comfortable with who Matthew Stafford is. And I think that Jared Goff, as a Ram, was not totally comfortable with who Jared Goff was. Well, I think it allows them both to challenge each other, right? That when I know you know what you're talking about, and you know that I know what I'm talking about, if you say, hey, dude, no, I'm going to listen to you. Yeah. If you think Jared Goff is going to say no, or if he did, you think Sean McVay was going to be dying to listen to that? If Matthew Stafford says, I hate that play, that play sucks. Okay, it's a different let, conversation. Let, let's talk about it. No, if 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 Sean McVay says, "Listen, this will work," and here's why, you gotta listen. Mm. It works, and I think that's why you get what you get. And there better not be a 33 yard field goal that matters at some point in the playoffs. No field goals. Just no field goals. No special teams. Can you have a? Down, this was the positivity segment, Al. Okay. Down, well, he's the one that got stressed. Down one, 33 yard field goal. It's. Four seconds left on the clock. You kick it? I guess you have to, right? Yeah, you have to. You have They'd to. They'd have a choice. If it's a clock thing, Oh, good. Here no comes choice. Brad Marr. Great. Doink. Or it doesn't even reach. <laughs> yeah, there's no he doink. better not be playing the side. Doesn't oh, even hit the net. You're giving him a doink. That's uh, far enough. <laughs> it might doink in. Yeah. It could doink in. Factor Caps coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Bud Light was brewed to be a delicious and easy-to-drink beer, even when the little things in life can get hard, like when the game is going in overtime, but you have even more time to enjoy it and a fresh Bud Light. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local retailer today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. 
Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hey guys, uh, so I'm going to jump right in here. So this is something I actually came across on my own Twitter this morning. And so there was a big like round table of the actresses that were going to be nominated for Best Actress in um, in this year's award season. And they include an uh, actress named Carrie Mulligan. So she's in the new mu- movie called Maestro. She's been in a bunch of movies before, so they're probably familiar with her. But she's also married to Marcus Mumford, who is the lead singer of Mumford & Sons. I love Mumford & Sons. So... Uh, in the, this round table, uh, one of the questions was, if you were a Taylor Swift era, which era would you be to all these women? And so Mulligan, Carrie Mulligan says, what does that even mean? And Emma Stone, who's friends with Taylor Swift, says, oh, it's just, uh, oh, she's never heard of her. It's just, if what album would she be? And then Carrie Mulligan says, oh, well, I ch- choose folklore because my husband sings on folklore. Uh, Cowboy Like Me is a song. What's funny is, that's not even on Folklore. <laughs> That's on a different album called Evermore. They're sister albums. So I can understand Carrie's confusion. But uh, my statement is, you would know the details of your partner's work. So you know if you know Michelle worked on one thing or the other thing. You would know the details of your partner's work. Traff, fact or cap? Huh. Fact... I, I Susan's been an ICU nurse for right. almost thirty years. But okay? you would know who she works with. I know the names of okay. her coworkers, and I couldn't tell you. Oh, this woman was on this particular case. But like, if Susan says to me, "Oh, we had to put two kids on ECMO, and another kid had," I, I know what that means. Is that does yeah. that qualify? That counts. That counts. Okay, yeah. So I know the most of the names of her coworkers. I know the ones she likes. I know the ones that she doesn't. And I know the procedures that they put these kids through. Tell us about the ones she doesn't like now. I would rather not. <laughs> Al? Um, fact, I've been to enough events with her coworkers where I know her coworkers, but cap in the sense of the minute details of her day-to-day, a lot of times I'm, you know, she's a project like the manager. Like different client, clients or whatever. Different clients I would know as well, but- the details. Some of the times, you know, I hear her on a Zoom or I'm like, I have no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> like, none of that makes any sense. There's a team in India that she also deals with. I'm like, oh. I have, I have no idea what's happening you here. Go to India for the weekend. I'm ready. Mumbai. Let's First go. Class. Yeah. <laughs> Jorge. Uh, absolutely. Uh, Brenda's been in the pharmacy business for the same, you know, what, 15, 16 years. And she has come. She's working from home now. But there's uh, times where she's on the phone and she's talking about certain things. And I'm like, wait a minute. Can't you do what you did for the other patient? Like, you know, about this or can you guys? And then she's like, you know what? And, and think about that. So there's times where I'm like just kind of lending like uh, based on what I hear. Yeah, there's osmosis exactly. that takes place for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, all right. So the next one also. Oh, can I can I stop you real quick? Yeah, go ahead. What's a sister album? So um, it's they came. They were written at the same time, released on two different albums. Okay. So at different times. So she wrote all twenty four songs, kind of in the same time period. Just released albums at different times, and like they are meant to be viewed as like one piece of work. Gotcha. Honestly, so, it's it's ridiculous <laughs> that you don't know that. Kind of crazy. I'm not. Hey, Slee. When somebody told me one time, the only dumb question is the one you don't ask. Right. So <laughs> it's like I'm side a, a, side B, right? That's yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I, that's how I understood. Yeah, sure. <laughs> kind of. So uh, I'm also a huge fan of Mumford and Sons, and they consider their first two albums to be sister albums as well. Why not brother albums? Because sisters are closer. (laughs) Why not twins? (laughs) Yeah, twins. Well, twins, twins, though, it would come out at the same time. So that's the difference. True, true. Um, All right, so uh, another movie-related thing. So uh, Christopher Nolan was talking, so he's also up for Oppenheimer. He's the director of that movie. He was being, he was talking about, 
uh, whether or not you read what critics say about you. So he was in a Peloton class, and this is what he says. He says, quote, I was on my Peloton, I'm dying, and the instructor started talking about one of my films and said, did anyone see this? That's a couple of hours my, of my life that I will never get back again. <laughs> and uh, if you're a Peloton instructor, you don't know who's in your class. You might sure. see names, and people also use usernames. So anyway, Nolan talks about how you can't even escape criticism, even in a Peloton. So put yourself in the shoes of a director, an actor, an actress. You would read reviews about the work that you did. Al, Fetter Cap. Um... I lean towards Cap on this one. One of the most famous podcasters that's out there, I've heard him talk about, he said, I don't read any of it because even if it's positive, it's going to give me kind of a false uh, perception of who I am. And if it's negative, obviously it's going to give a false. So I can't, I don't want either one of them. I don't want people praising me. I don't care if people are criticizing me. I'm just going to do the best I absolutely can. And if I feel like I'm not, you know, cutting myself short of cutting corners, I roll with that. I kind of, in our world, it's a little different because we're literally using social while we're doing our show. But I like that thought process that he had in mind. Trav? I'm kind of with Al. I, I, I Look, nobody, I don't care what anybody says. Nobody does the, oh, I don't care. Yeah, you do. When, when, when somebody says, hey, that thing you do, that sucks. It feels bad. It, it, it does. Now, does it last for the rest of your life? No. Does it bother you for 30 seconds? Yeah, probably. And it depends Sometimes where it's coming from. Sometimes it might bother from. you for a day. It, it might, sure. It, it absolutely might. But I think I try to not engage in that stuff because, yeah, it, it does bother you. for at least, Whether it bothers you a little or a lot, yeah, it does. Uh, Jorge? Yeah, I'm with the guys on this one. Uh, as much as you want to ignore it, it's going to be there, either, whether it's positive or negative. But- uh, I think it's different when we look at numbers. Yeah. When we look at numbers and you see how something is working or yes. how it's not working, I think yeah. that's different and I think that's better for like any kind of criticism. Yeah. But there's no way of avoiding the, 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 the bad stuff. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or I mean, stuff. if you're thinking of Nolan, whether you hate watch or you love watch, they're watching. Yep. So, and also Nolan for Oppenheimer, it was successful. Let's just say that. Sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> to, to, <laughs> I liked it, but like, yeah. could we cut an hour out of that? Yep, we sure could. Let's go. <laughs> Tonight, I'm going to go see a movie at the Vista Theater, which is one of the new theaters that, um, uh, shoot, Quentin, what's his name? Right? Quentin Tarantino, yes, uh, rebuilt. And so um, mm. it's like a very historic old theater that he rebuilt. And he's, it's only showing one movie at a time on 35 millimeter. It's called... Um, uh, zone of interest. So I'm going to see that tonight. So LA has a bunch of great historic places, great historic bars, theater venues, uh, theaters in general. Sporting uh, events. Yeah. yeah. In, uh, yep. So um, the great thing about LA is you can have new things, you can have old things. So there are historic places in LA that make the experience better. Jorge, fact or cap? Uh, fact. Uh, for instance, the Rose Bowl. There's I I saw something yesterday that they should make that yeah. the national yeah. championship yep. game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rose Bowl is one of those great venues for a football game, for a soccer game, just a sporting event. I've never been to the Hollywood Bowl, but I hear it's like it's amazing. It's ama- amazing. Iconic. Place. Yeah. So fact. Trev. So uh, it, it's fact for me too. I'll use this as an example. There's and I'm sure most people know about this, but there's a burger joint on Pico called the Apple Pan. It's been there since the 1947. I want to say I could be off by a year or so. And it was the inspiration for Johnny Rockets. It's this little U-shaped counter. They sell like four different things and pie. And it's just, it's been there for the guys that work there have worked there literally 30, 40, 50 years in some case. They've been there forever. And being in a place like that, burgers are great. Hickory burger, cheese and onion, fries and a Coke. That's the order. Uh, but when you go to a place like that, it makes it more fun than just, hey, this is a really good burger. But when you kind of sit in that that history around it and the torn vinyl little booth seat, or not the booth, uh, the countertop seats, it's great. Especially with all you can pick yourself, oh, maybe like this famous person yes. was here. Maybe this person was here. Like even when they weren't famous yet, they ate here. I love oh. the thing that's the same as it was 70 yeah. years ago. You guys ago. remember Frisco's? Oh, they used yeah. To come in skates and, yeah, Frisco's was cool. So, a uh, fact on this as well, and I, I think there's a couple examples here. Let's use. The Sphere right now in Vegas is like the coolest thing, the coolest venue that you can go to. I still want to experience that, but I like going to the Hollywood Bowl, right? SoFi Stadium is an unbelievable stadium. I don't mind going to the Rose Bowl, right? I think that there's... And, and some people don't like it, no, no. but if it's the right, There's it's got to be the point. right event. And, and the right It can't venue. be UCLA versus Arizona State, 
I, I don't need to go to the Rose Bowl for that. But I will go if it's the right uh, I love event. the Rose Bowl. I'll never say a bad word about the Rose Bowl. And I love SoFi Stadium, and it's awesome, and there's everything about it. But there is a point where, yeah, that place is just old, and it's not super fun anymore. Coliseum. It's just yeah. so hard to move around in that place. Yeah. It's just it's not easy. That's just that's gone from it is iconic. Two Olympics might get three by the time we're done, but let's go. Yeah, <laughs> but they keep you know renovating know. it. And well, they spent a ton of money to do yeah. to do it for for SC, and it's a perfect spot for SC. But like for the big thing, other than an SC game, the SC game is the only one that kind of still sits there. Um, already getting some tweets about what we we're talking about with the Rams that I kind of want to elaborate on a little bit. Plus. Talked a lot about Darvin. We've talked a lot about the state of the Lakers, how yeah. it's not working, the disjointedness that reportedly exists between the players and the coach. What are the players going to do about it? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, listen up, right? You're going to want to save some money. It's cold out right now, so maybe you need to get that furnace squared away. It's going to be hot before you know it, so that AC system is going to need to be upgraded as well. So there are limited time state, federal, and local rebates, and you could be on your way to as much as $10,000 in savings right now on new furnace and AC systems, new water heaters, and more thanks to NextGen Air and Plumbing. Simply call the NextGen Rebate Hotline at 833-3NEXTGEN. And the rebate team, they're going to help you find every penny possible. You could pay almost nothing out of pocket. That's a big, big deal, right? And you're going to want to ask about NextGen's incredible zero payments for 90 days financing option on approved credit. You heard me right. No payments for 90 days. With these financing options and rebates, they can drive the cost down to nearly nothing, right? Now is the perfect time to call the home home experts at NextGen Air and Plumbing. Don't wait. Do it right now. These financing options and rebates will not last. Call 833-3-NEXTGEN right now. That's 833-3-NEXTGEN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. You sweating it, Jorge? What, about the Niners? No. Nah. About your picks. Oh, nah, yeah. man. Emily ran you down at the nah, that's cool. nearly on the final lap of the, some, the race. You lose some. <laughs> yeah, well. Also, the race you, isn't over. It's exactly. not over. Yeah. Are you sweating it, Em? Yes. Yes. I'm not used to being in the front. I get really, I, I, yeah, I don't want to lose. <laughs> Got to be honest. I'm not sweating much right now. <laughs> We're There's good. Not, yeah. We're good. Not really much to sweat. Here's what can happen. Emily can finish first or second. Yep. Jorge can finish first, second, or third. I can finish second, third, or fourth, and you, sorry, buddy. Well, I can finish third. third. You can. You can finish yeah. third or fourth. Well, don't say it that way because your voice you kind of went down. You only down. have two options, and they're both. I, I got, want third. I can get the second. doesn't really matter. still have to pay. Like, I got to go. This is, remember how I did the sample early on where I had to go opposite of you the whole time? <laughs> yeah. As best as I can, I'm going to have to go opposite of you. So whatever your picks are, I just got to go the other way. All right. I want to read one quick tweet before we get back to the uh, the Lakers here really quickly. And I wish I would have flagged it better than I did because I didn't. So I'm going to have to summarize it. Uh, it was from Rich, and I can't find it. But I'm, I remember what it said. Um, 
And the essence of his tweet was, how could you possibly call a one-and-done in the playoffs a success? Because of everything I said. Mm-hmm. That there are only, a, what, two or three NFL teams coming into the season that, that if you're being I, – I know everybody wants to win the title, but if we're really just saying – there are one success and 31 failures then i can't i can't help you with that if that's how you see the world good for you this in Rams, every sport there's a couple of teams couple. every year like in the nfl i think the chiefs do anything other than win the super bowl they're going to feel like they had a bad year i think the eagles coming into the season would feel the same way i think the cowboys are kind of always in that camp because go baseball dodgers that's probably it Mm-hmm. That's probably it. Maybe, Maybe Houston. Yeah, yep, just but, because of of them being who they but are. That's probably also, it. The Yankee fans want the Yankees to win every year. They they, they want, want to win every year. But I guarantee you, they're the players and the executives are thinking there's a world that exists where we do everything exactly right and we just don't win. Yep. And that's you got to be able to live with that. A- NBA, you could say Boston, Milwaukee, Denver. Denver. It's probably it. Yeah, yeah, no, that I, is. I think, it. I, think that that's, is it. I think that's about yeah. it. The Lakers fans are the same way. They want the Lakers to win every year, but it's not realistic every year. Exactly. There's there's no argument to be made. At least as we sit here, what's today? The fourth of January. Where you said Lakers are the best team in the league, and if they don't win, they failed. They're mm-hmm. not. Now, can they still win? Yeah, but it's this Rams team was supposed to be at best average, at most likely bad. Mm-hmm. At its worst, maybe first pick bad. They're going to win nine or ten games. They're going to go to the playoffs, and they might win. They've got a full complement. They found five starters in one draft. They got a first round pick for the first time forever. They got tens of millions of dollars to spend on players moving forward. This has been a. If this was the rebuild, and you're in the playoffs, that's a massive success. And if you don't think so, I don't know what to tell you. I, I, let, let me play out a scenario for you. Let's say they got they got the Detroit Lions in the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Very. I think it's safe to say here. I mean, it's a very winnable game. Of you're course, playing it is. in a dome. It's not like the Lions have had this five-year run where they're knocking on the door every year and they got a ton of experience. You're playing a guy in Jared Goff. I think everybody understands Dan Campbell versus Sean McVay. That should be advantage, Sean McVay. Why do you think so? <laughs> yeah, but let no. let let let's say that scenario plays itself out, and the Rams get their asses kicked. Yeah. They lose by 10 points, 14 points, 17 yep. points. You yep. pick the number. Yep. Would you feel any different then? I'm going to feel terrible that they lost a game that they should probably be far more competitive if not win outright. I'm not saying that, oh, everything's great. It's not, it's not, that's not the point. The point is you can be disappointed in the end result of a game, a playoff game, that you're knocked out, that the season's over. It's terribly disappointing, but that doesn't mean that the last six months – weren't wildly successful. You you are in a much better place than you were at the start of this. Better, infinitely better, practically yeah. than where Surpassed you started. Any expectations? With tons of opportunity laying in front of you, that's a success. So I'm gonna put my Chris Morales uh, like hate and discontent and chaos hat on uh, <laughs> okay. real quick. So let's just say this: What's the Rams' best win of the season? Cleveland. Okay, if you're saying that Cleveland is the best win of your season. They don't have a lot of yeah, these but like, at pristine, great wins. I, I, I get it, Em. There's no, there's no win that you're talking about. At but, Seattle's but incredibly the, the idea isn't to get great wins. The, that are you, Did you exceed expectations? Are you set up for success moving forward? Did you do way more than anybody thought you would? And have you put yourself in a position to achieve potentially are they going to go to the Super Bowl probably not but it's not off the table they essentially, that's a success they essentially won the games that if you judged it week by week not in August before the game started if you judged it week by week they won the games that they should win and they lost the games that they should lose so there's no game I but feel if you, like did they you think they were going to win nine games no I'm just saying at the beginning of the season sure you, the change but as we went from like week one to week two, week three, once we judged up the games, there was no surprising win to me. I think Cleveland was a surprise. I think they're starting Joe at, Flacco when at, you hadn't played yet. At Seattle, three the and first six, game. at three and six, that they're nine and seven is a huge surprise. This team sure. wasn't set up to win nine individually, but that's not how sports work. It's not yeah. in a vacuum. It doesn't work like that. Let, let's it put it this be, way: let, let's, you won this one, so you're you're a champion. You lost this one, because so you suck. It doesn't work they, like that. They, they let, let's put two it this games way: they should have won. They, they should have beat the Steelers. They should have beat the um, Bengals. The, the Bengals. And let's say they lost to the Giants on Sunday, mm-hmm. and then they lost to the Niners mm-hmm. on Sunday again, and they didn't make the playoffs. The conversation would never have been 
what a disappointing season. Now, you could have said it got disappointing because it was right in they your hands it. and you lost it. They blew it at the end. They shouldn't have been there, but they still blew it. But how, or However, I, I guess the way that I put it is they've put themselves in a spot where anything can happen. And the fact that they're even in the conversation of anything can happen, that's the shocker, right? It's how you win these games, I think in the NFL, because it's just one game, you don't have to win style points. It's not college football where you got to blow out a team by 40 or something like that. You just literally have to survive, and they've survived enough. Sometimes it's looked pretty, other times it hasn't. But to go through this stretch since their bye week and to win, they were three and six at some point. You got to be something to have that much success in the NFL. The micro matters, but the macro matters too. That, yes. you know, that That's what I'm getting at. The, the individual games, they do matter. But what were you supposed to do and what did you do? That matters. The the 10,000-foot view. The This was a team that was not supposed to be very good. They are. Are they great? No. Are they set up? This was, what did Les Snead call it? Not a teardown, a rebuild? Retool. Or retool. Remodel. Remodel. Something like that. This is, the house is done and it looks pretty good. And oh, by the way, I just found 70 more million dollars in the budget to build some more next year. That's pretty darn good. But you, but you know conclusion. what, Travis? When you said that the Rams were going to make the playoffs, uh-huh. we knew that this team was good then. So why then? That's where it changed. We, you, we knew that the building and the bones of this house were good, and so I think that they did leave wins on the table. You, you thought you thought they were good after you, week well, two. Hold on a second. Go back to after that. after week two. The what, the wins that you're you you want this team to have won eleven games? They could have. I know they that c- but they could have won seven. And they could have lost against the Giants. They, they could have lost against the Giants. There's other they games lost they could have lost as well. That I, I I think the this is the real world. This isn't a math problem. It, but stuff the Bengals happens. and the Steelers were there for the taking. I, they didn't I agree take with them. you. I don't disagree with that. But they also got lucky against Seattle. Mm-hmm. They got lucky against the Giants. Mm-hmm. Like these kind of evens itself out. They do. Mm-hmm. And the even out of this is way more to the positive than to the negative. That this was yeah. a team that at three and six we're like oh boy. This looks like a disaster. They went six out of six. I was waiting for them. I, 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 for me, it was just kind of waiting. It's gonna, it's gonna fall at some point, right? You thought that it would, the water would seek its own level. Mm-hmm. That they were about. And, and look, if they lose on Sunday, and again, this is a weird game, but nine and eight is about. You know, you win when you lose. When you win when you lose. Yeah. And that's kind of what it is. And that may be where their fate was. I certainly didn't think so, and I think this is an unbelievable success. Okay, it's time for me to take the Chris Morales hater hat off. So I just wanted to put it on just for one segment to give you guys another angle. I, I, I get it, and I hear what you're saying, but it can't just be, okay, did, did you get into Stanford? No. Loser? Yeah. Okay, that, you didn't get in. You're a loser. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not. I went to Long Beach State, and my life turned out pretty good. <laughs> right? That that that's you were you were supposed to be in jail. You went you know what I mean? Like there's there's a lot of different stops in along between. The way. Yeah. It can't just be on or off. I now the Dodgers, that's different. <laughs> that's different. That's you better or this was a catastrophe. That's there are a few that are like that. The Rams were never in that category. All right. Uh months of the year. Yes. Our snake draft is coming up, and I have the top pick, Em. Yes, you're pick number one. All right, I got to think right. about this, Lee. <laughs> I got to think about it too. Get it right. I'm, sure, I'm trying to think of this here. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.